Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Uh, this is the 415ers podcast, brought to you as always by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. That is Mark Grandy. I'm Evan Giddings, coming at you twice a week here in the offseason. Of course, OTAs. And we're going to keep going to keep a close eye on some of those positions. Obviously, quarterback is certainly one of them. Um, but one thing we want to talk about, Mark, also a reminder to download the Odyssey app. Check us out there, uh, as well as wherever you download, rate, subscribe to your podcast. But uh, some sort of odds and ends to this episode. Uh, big news for the 49ers does appear that they will be getting officially the 2026 Super Bowl. And that is a big deal. Have not had one since the 2015 season, which co- sort of coincided with the opening of Levi Stadium. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but 2026 mark for Super Bowl 60, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And it also happens to coincide with the 250th anniversary of the city of San Francisco. So I'm sure there'll oh. be a lot of celebration around that time, uh, even though the game will itself be taking place in Santa Clara not the city of San Francisco. There's been a lot of coordination between the president, uh, Al Guido, of the San Francisco 49ers, along with, of course, Joe Lacob, owner of the Warriors, Larry Bear, owner of the Giants. So it seems like all three major, you know, kind of metropolitan teams are are in lockstep about this being a great event. And uh, tick-tock, I can't wait till uh, three years away. Uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, the commercial breaks coming back from break of the 2026 Super Bowl, Super Bowl 60, when they pan the beautiful panoramic of the Golden Gate Bridge. And then they cut to the stadium in Santa Clara. It's just a, a tradition like no other. But yeah, uh, I mean, exciting for the 49ers franchise to be uh, to be hosting a Super Bowl. Their last one, you're right, was 2015. It was that was Super Bowl 50, I if I remember correctly, right? Super Bowl 50, I think it was. Uh, the math would would check out, I think. Um, yep. I remember at, at that point, uh, when it was announced, it was in the middle of the like the the peak of the Jim Harbaugh era for the 49ers when it was announced. Uh, and you're thinking, hey, there's a decent chance the 49ers could be playing a Super Bowl in their own stadium. Now, how fun would that be? And then, of course, the 49ers were just terrible that season, did not even make the playoffs. Uh, and, and that was the the end of the Harbaugh era and the beginning of a, a really, really bad, you know, what, three or four or five years before uh, before Kyle Shanahan and company came along. Um, so maybe the 49ers can extend their their window a little bit, be competitive in 2026 and, and maybe have the chance there. Uh, but just exciting 
uh, to get a Super Bowl back uh, once again. It should be a lot of fun when the time comes. Yeah, 100%. Also, some news about Thursday Night Football. Uh, obviously, the adjustment this season is that you can play multiple Thursday night games, which the 49ers will. And they'll be playing week three, along with, of course, Thanksgiving. So week three against the Giants, their first home game of the year, I might add, as well as on Thursday night on Thanksgiving uh, up in Seattle. So I believe the adjustment, Mark, was that you know they kind of offer the ability to flex certain games throughout mm -hmm. the week but that you cannot have more than two uh, Thursday night games in a season. So the 49ers will be the first team in the first year to essentially have multiple Thursday night games, and they will also be affected as far as that being capped at multiple Thursday nights. So the only games that they can flex from the 49ers schedule this year will be Sunday night. Yeah, so uh, the 49ers, their first Thursday night game, as you mentioned, is week three, and that's too early to be flexed. So that one will stay. You know that guaranteed. And then their other Thursday game, as you mentioned, is the Thanksgiving game. That will not be flexed either. And because they already have two that they are guaranteed to play, the 49ers will not be affected by the Thursday night football flexing. But it's an interesting conversation because, as we talked about on our last episode, how the schedule has uh, not necessarily favored the 49ers in terms of rest days. Generally, they are at a disadvantage against their opponents this year uh, in terms of the number of days off they have before or leading up to games. This is something that can drastically change that midseason. Could you imagine? I mean, you, you do generally get, what, a three or four week notice when your game is going to be flexed. So you have time to prepare, of course, your plans and mentally and physically prepare. But this uh, is something, of course, the NFL is doing to avoid having a real sleeper of a Thursday night game, if at all possible, late in the year. Um, but it just throws another wrench into teams' plans. And I know Thursday night games are already something that teams really, really despise. Um, but this is something that I think that's going to frustrate a lot more teams as this continues to be a thing uh even though it won't affect the 49ers this year they'll probably get bitten by it at some point in the future i can guarantee you kyle shanahan is going to have some pointed comments about it when it does happen um but it's just something the nfl is doing to try to protect their assets on thursday night football but the teams and players will not be happy Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus no, no, but uh, I'll certainly be happy to get a couple of free Sundays if that ends up being the case <laughs> down the future. Of course, not this year, like you mentioned. Uh, final news from around the league is evidently in response to the NFC Championship, uh, the league has changed a rule that a third string quarterback 
will be able to be active on game day without taking up a roster spot. Of course, that was one thing that was, you know, highly discussed throughout the NFC Championship. You lose Brock Purdy, you lose Josh Johnson due to injury mid-game, and you don't have a third-string quarterback even available to you. And the 49ers also did not choose to have a third-string quarterback uh, available in that game. Um, So you don't have to run into that problem this year, Mark, and, and it appears... I don't want to call it the Josh Johnson rule, but but down the line, we might be looking at it like that. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you, what should we call this? The Josh Johnson rule popped into my mind. Uh, I guess the you Christian could also... The McCaffrey rule? The Christian McCaffrey rule, because oh, he least. did take a snap at, at Wildcat, I guess. Uh, Brock Purdy rule, because he came back in with his already torn UCL just to hand the ball off. Or just simply the Kyle Shanahan rule. I don't know. You you could call it, you could call it the Shanahan rule. Because it was something he, and I know a lot of people talked about it, but he talked about it uh, right after as well and and was very much in favor of it without Kyle Shanahan speaking out for it. Who knows? Maybe it doesn't happen. Um, This was something that we thought was going to happen because, again, similar to what we just talked about with Thursday Night Football and the NFL trying very hard to protect their assets they want to avoid a Thursday or a uh, NFC championship game like last year's at all costs. Uh, so if this is something that avoids a situation like that, and it's just as simple as saying, yeah, third, third, third string emergency quarterback doesn't count against your active roster on game days. Fine by me, sign off, let's do it. And it, and it passed very easily. So it makes sense. It's probably something that isn't really going to be a factor in the vast majority of games especially meaningful games like the NFC championship game moving forward. But Hey, why not? It's simple. doesn't really hurt anyone. In fact, it helps the players because I, I guess it, it, you know, ex- expands roster sizes basically by one. It just has to be an extra quarterback, but really no harm. So why not do it? Good choice by the NFL. Yeah. I mean, the, the NFL is a read and react league. I'm not going to necessarily give them credit for this uh, because like you <laughs> said, Mark, it's not supposed to be something that is, uh, something that should have an effect on a game. Um, and, and quite frankly, if you're down to your third string quarterback anyways, you're, you're probably in trouble. It's not like if this rule was around during the NFC championship, the Niners would have all of a sudden roared back and beat the Eagles on the road. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's something you can kind of tip your cap for, I guess. Yeah, and the, 40, or the NFL originally had, you got to have three quarterbacks active on game day. And then they they took that away and said, no, I mean, you you still can. We're just going to give you an extra roster spot. And they weren't saying that it had to be a quarterback. But, of course, what did coaches do at that point? They used the extra roster spot for depth somewhere else, and that had become the norm. Um, so the NFL, I think, at first was you know, like, well, we, we kind of already have this rule. You've just been using depth elsewhere, and now it came back to hurt you. Uh, but still, this is this is the right move. And you're right. The NFL doesn't deserve applause for it because it, it was just obvious and it seemed like a very easy solution. Uh, but hopefully you're right. Hopefully this isn't ever something that uh, has to be discussed again, because if it is just a, an unfortunate turn of events for whatever team has to deal with it. Yeah, no doubt. Hopefully the Niners do not have to deal with it at all uh, throughout this year. But 
That'll do it for this episode of the 415ers podcast. Please download, rate, subscribe on the Odyssey app, as well as wherever you get your podcasts from. Five stars are appreciated. We'll be coming at you on Thursday. A lot of updates from OTAs. We'll have some Kyle Shanahan sound, I'm sure. Hopefully have some sound perhaps from Trey Lance, uh, along with some quotes along from other members of OTAs. By the way, Nick Bosa, not one of them. He is not there, which is completely understandable, and we can dig into that on our next episode as to why. So thank you for listening to this episode. That's Mark Rennie. I'm Evan Giddings. We'll talk to you next time.